the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. On AM 1420, The Answer. Yes, indeed it is, and a good morning to you. Thank you for joining us on AM 1420, The Answer. On a Wednesday morning, it is the 16th morning of the 10th month of the year of our Lord, 2019. Appreciate you being with us. Uh, Wow, what a night last night. The uh, Demon Rats got together and all agreed unanimously to drive this country off of a cliff uh, if they are to win the presidency in 2020. That's all I got from last night's three-hour snooze fest. Uh, We'll talk more about that as we continue, uh, I promise you. But today is a special day. We are live in the studio this morning with a guest from the organization that I've been telling you about for the last several days. And we're going to continue to tell you about throughout the month of October. It's a very important campaign to us. And that is Heartbeat International. Heartbeat International, by way of their option line, which is something that we've been telling you, needs assistance it needs to be funded because babies lives need to be saved i was i I make this point every time i tell you about heartbeat international and i was just looking up the federal funding of planned parenthood through the years the millions the hundreds of millions of dollars that the federal government gives to an organization to kill babies and then i was looking up the funding for organizations like heartbeat international federal funding to save babies that number is zero. Federal funds only go to kill babies and end pregnancies, not to save babies and help pregnancies finish with the birth of a wonderful God-given child. And uh, so I thought, well, what do we have to do about that? If the government won't fund the saving of babies, then we have to do it. And that's why we are doing this today. So it's a special program. We're going to spend a lot of time with Cindy Boston, who is with me in the studio right now, representing Heartbeat International. If you're looking for your fix on last night's debate, bear with me. I promise you we're going to talk about it. Uh, and I've got a lot of things that I want to say about it. But uh, this is a, something that we have had planned for a while. And uh, I want to welcome Cindy to our program now. Uh, Cindy, thank you so much for coming in. I, uh, you're, you're based in Columbus, right? 
That's right. Uh, Columbus, but we're an international organization helping save lives across the globe. Well, that's uh, that's the beautiful part about this. Uh, you know, as I've uh, gotten to know a little bit more about Heartbeat since um, we started this campaign, over 2,700 affiliate locations on six continents. That's exactly that's incredible. right. It is. It's, it's amazing because each one of those is a life-saving organization in their local community. And uh, and 1,500-plus of those, 2,700, are here in the United States, which, of course, is obviously very important to us. Tell us about the the origins of Heartbeat International. You know, and, and I know it started in 1971. I can read some of the facts, but, I'm, uh, but talk about the origin in terms of the genesis, whose idea, who got together and decided we need to build this massive intercontinental network of of pregnancy centers to save babies well as any organization is it usually begins with a couple of people began with a doctor and it began with a nurse the nurse had actually survived the holocaust her family had been killed in the holocaust uh lori meyer she is a hero and she's one of the ones who said boy we should we should help these women who are having these unplanned pregnancies. They're making a decision they will regret. Maybe we can help them. It began as a great idea that continued to spread. Then Dr. Peggy Hartshorn was asked to come in to move the organization to Columbus, Ohio, and to put a solid ground on what they had already started, which was they started gathering anybody who was doing pregnancy help work. And then they moved it to Columbus and set curriculum and set training programs in place uh created an 800 number so a leader like me who Mm -hmm. was running a pregnancy center i could pick up the phone call and say this is what's happening how can i help this woman how can i impact our community in a greater way we are the go-to organization for all of those things and now women can call that phone number call option line and and speak to somebody and be referred not first of all be counseled on the phone right that's exactly and, and right. then and then be referred to a local pregnancy center mm-hmm. where they can have more information education uh, support counseling and 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 to understand that there are alternatives to if you feel like you're in a desperate situation and abortion is your only way out of that desperation, there is an alternative to that. There are several alternatives to that. That's the, the whole idea behind Option Line. That's exactly right. Option Lines was created so no woman is left behind. No woman is so, so devastated, so completely grieving over the pregnancy that she feels like she has to abort. We are there for her 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. They can reach us by calling, texting, emailing, or chatting us. 24 hours a day, we're there for women who have an unplanned pregnancy, who aren't sure where they want to, what they want to do, where they want to go, and, and they're not usually supported. So we provide a layer of support and care so that they can choose life for their children. And those things cannot be provided um, unless the funding to keep the option line open um, is, uh, is achieved. And that's what we are talking about today. We're going to talk about a lot of specific stories of individuals and, and anecdotal stories of women who have been benefited from the existence of uh, the option line and Heartbeat International in general as the uh, time goes on today. But I want to ask you in a general sense, how desperate of a situation is this country right now into um, when we see New York do what they did this past summer? They passed the law basically right. saying that you can abort your child all the way up to the day of the birth. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, we recall the governor of Virginia, Ralph Northam, said that's nothing. 
we can allow abortion after birth. Quite right. literally, if the baby is born yes. and survives the abortion, right. the mother can talk to the doctor and they'll have a conversation about whether or not they want to start life-saving procedures or let that baby sit there and die in agony. Um, I don't mean to be graphic, but this is a graphic subject. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's what we're fighting to stop. So um, how how does Heartbeat International respond to governmental decisions that make it easier for atrocities to happen, especially when we get into those late-term situations. That's exactly right. Well, our, it's, there's no doubt uh, the moral compass of the United States is is wavering and it's moving. Uh, but the reality is we have a chance to do something about that. Um, we can stand in the gap for one woman. We can stand in the gap for 24 hours worth of calls, 1,100 to 1,800 calls come into Option Line every single day. People have a chance to say, boy, I'm going to help one woman get the help she needs today. That's what we provide through Option Line. Um, we're helping 1,100 to 1,800 women. We don't have to let a woman stand alone with a pregnancy decision. Pregnancy decisions are, are some of the most devastating because you feel so alone. You feel like you can't tell people. And those you tell often are the ones who will lead you down a path that you will regret the rest of your life. That doesn't have to be that way. Option Line stands ready to help each woman. We advertise so every woman can find help. Is Heartbeat political? Heartbeat is not political. Now, we've been in high-level meetings in the government because we're asked to come and participate. We're asked to tell about what we do. But Heartbeat is not political in the sense that we're actively engaged in all of that. We're about women. We're about helping young men and young women make a pregnancy decision they can live with with the rest of their lives. I uh, I totally respect and understand that. I wonder if politics isn't something that needs to be explored because i mean let's be honest um you know federal law allows for abortion by roe v wade we all know that if democrats win particular seats Mm -hmm. particularly the presidency and they have an opportunity to impact the court they're going to do it with people who continue to endanger babies lives as opposed to you know, uh, generally speaking, conservative yes. pro-lifers. Yes. Uh, so is it is it hard to stay apolitical when you realize that, you know, I, we need people on our side in these in these elected that, offices? That, well, that's exactly right. Uh, we believe that we can inform them. We believe that we can educate them about the issue. And for instance, we were part of the Nifla Becerra case uh, at the Supreme Court level. We are part of things like that. We're involved as um, we're waiting to hear from North Dakota if we can come in as um, a participant in that lawsuit with the American Medical Association, they are saying abortion pill reversal doesn't work. Well, there are more than a 1,000 babies that will be walking this earth by the end of the year th- whose mama started an abortion who now walk this earth because we were able to provide life-saving right. protocol at the very last moments of their lives. They might take issue with that assessment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cindy Boston is with me in studio this morning from Heartbeat International. We're going to take our time out here because on the flip side, we're going to talk to Bob Bodie, who is a, a very, very uh, important man, I believe, in Northeast Ohio Republican politics. There's an event that he has helped organize tonight in Parma that I am going to be the guest speaker at, and I'm looking very much forward to that. Bob Bodie will join us next as we continue on AM 1420 The Answer. WHKRadio.com is where to find the Bob France Authority podcast. All right, it is 921 now on AM 1420, The Answer. Once again, thanks for joining us. 
We'll get back to the uh, Heartbeat International discussion in a, in a few moments, but I want to uh, welcome our friend of the program now, Bob Bodie. Bob is uh, very active in Northeast Ohio Republican politics. Specifically, he is uh, with the West Shore Republicans as well as West Lake Republicans, and now he is uh, playing a very important role as I try to bring him up on the air, and I can't seem to make that button work. There we go. Uh, now he's playing a very important role in the return of the Parma Republicans, and there's a big old event coming up tonight that he's going to tell us about. Bob, good to have you on the program, my friend. How are you? Hey, good morning, Bob. Good morning. Yeah, we, we're happy to have you come out to our kickoff bash today, uh, 7 o'clock at the uh, Parma VFW on Woodrow Avenue. And, yeah, the, the Parma Republicans have kind of faded away, and, and, you know, I ran into some candidates, um, at the RPCC picnic in uh, July, and, and we got to talking and said, man, it's really time to start resurrecting uh, the, you know, the GOP in some of these younger communities. And, and we've got some great candidates running in uh, Parma for Council, Amanda Billy and Jolene Austin. And we said, we've got to get, you know, get this party moving again. And it, we thought it was time to change the party get it more attractive to the young people, uh, no more having meetings in the library with a coffee in Danish. We want to put the party back in the Republican Party, uh, as my friend, that's my friend Cynthia on the, in Westlake always tells me. So that's our goal. And so we're going to have a fun little bash tonight. You're going to come and, and give us an inspiring speech and, and get us moving. And um, this is a kickoff of, of the Republicans again in Parma. The, the Republicans are not rare in Parma, almost as many as there are Democrats. Well, Bob, I'm looking forward to it. I really am. I was very honored to be asked to come out there and uh, and and speak to the to the folks tonight. And I hope we get a lot of people. Do you have to live in Parma to come to the Parma Republican uh, 2019 kickoff bash? Oh, absolutely not. I, I consider Parma Trump Central in Cuyahoga County. Trump actually won in Parma in 2016. And you know, there, there's a site. Meanwhile, in Parma, I'm involved with on Facebook, and I, I have to tell you, I joined it too. Uh, Yes, Trump support is heavy on that. Uh, politics is a is a regular topic of discussion, and I, I think Parma is where people are waking up and and realizing that the Democrats controlling Cuyahoga County has got to stop. Things have got to change. You're not going to get change without making change, and that is our plan. What makes Parma unique to that? I I think it's because Parma is is you know the people who live in Parma are blue collar. I grew up in Parma. Uh, I went to school in Parma. I no longer live there, but my heart still resides in Parma. And I just think it's it's people, you know, they, they, they have to work for a living. They know that they need a, a prosperous nation, and I think they see this nation going in a direction that is not in their benefit. And so they are waking up, and I, I really think that, that this is a new age in Parma. So what led to the uh, fading, as you described it, of the Parma Republicans in the first place, that we need to revive it now? I think the Republicans kind of lost touch with the common individual. Um, you know, they, they, would, they just weren't fun. They weren't interactive. They weren't using creative ideas in, in throwing events. You know, it, it, the old concept of invite someone in, sit down for 10 minutes and, and talk, and then, you know, leave. That, that's just not good enough. And I, I saw city clubs with three or four people showing up to meetings, and we're, we're going to change that. That's, that's why we want to have an event that's actually fun and creative and, and where people can mingle. The candidates don't have to get up and give 10, 15-minute speeches. They actually talk one-on-one -on -one with individuals, and that's our plan. So the candidates will be there to actually ask individual questions. So let me ask you, Bob, real quick, since uh, we're going to get together and talk about this tonight, I think, somewhat. At least I plan to make it part of my remarks. Uh, what did you think of the uh, three-hour snooze fest on CNN last night? <laughs> 
Well, Bob, I, I didn't want to waste my time with that. We were actually meeting to prepare for tonight's event, so we thought we were, we would spend our time more productively than to listen to the leftists try to outleft each other. You, you guys, do you do you realize how much you owe guys like me for this? Somebody actually said that to me last night on Facebook, saying, uh, "I can't stand it, but I know that you'll take the bullet for us. That you'll watch it and tell us what went on." Uh, and and I do. I feel like that's kind of like what we have to do. Hugh Hewitt had to watch it. I have to watch it. All of the hosts have to watch it because. Nobody else can stomach it, so we kind of give you the paraphrased or dumbed-down version of it. Well, better you than me, Bob. <laughs> exactly. We all have our crosses to bear, and that's one of mine. Um, but suffice it to say, and I know it's very low-hanging fruit to say this, but, but you know, when people ask who was the winner of the debate last night, uh, the Democrat debate, honestly, the answer is Donald Trump. Uh, Bob, what I saw and what we'll talk about tonight, this party, this Democrat party, and I grew up as a Democrat. My mother and father were Democrats, uh, but they were, you know, union, you know, kind of blue dog Democrats, uh, so to speak, I guess. And, um, and uh, you know, the party of Kennedy is not the party of whatever these things on the stage were last night. Uh, they have gone so incredibly far to the left that this country will be unrecognizable if one of them is to win. From their socialist medicine to their borderless society uh, uh, to to government control of just about everything, you will not be allowed to have your own private insurance plan anymore. Uh, uh, you won't be able to be able to speak freely anymore. Censorship will reign. It's funny we're in this big debate and dispute right now about whether or not the NBA should be in bed with China when China is depriving uh, people of human rights. And and last night the left basically took over the stage on CNN for three hours and said we're going to be more like China. Uh, because that's essentially what their policies would do. Well, Bob, they think we're all idiots and that they're smarter than us and that they should make our decisions for us. And, you know, we're, we're sick of that. And in fact, we, we're going to have a walkaway table at the event. And so any Democrats who want to come and leave that, that crazy party, um, we're welcoming them to our, uh, to our new. I love GOP. that. I love that. That's a great idea. So let me just throw out the call right now. Anybody who is a Democrat who may be on the, on the, uh, on the, on the edge or on the, on the ledge, maybe make that leap or at least walk away. Uh, join us tonight in Parma. Tell us again the uh, time and location, Bob. It's seven o'clock at the Parma VFW on Woodrow Avenue. You do not have to be a, uh, a Parma resident to be there. You do not even have to be a Republican to come to this Parma Republicans meeting. As Bob just said, if you're a Democrat, come and listen, uh, come and participate, engage with some other people, and then decide if it's time for you to walk away. They're, they're walking away by the millions, really, all over this country. A Blexit is real as well. That's the black exit from the Democrat Party. All of these things are happening. And if you would like to uh, kind of find out more, come and join us tonight. I'm looking forward to speaking uh, to a great crowd. Moreover, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to listening to a great crowd of people tonight and their concerns and their questions. So uh, I really uh, am excited to be there. Bob Bodie, uh, West Shore Republicans, Westlake Republicans, now helping launch or relaunch the Palmer Republicans. I look forward to seeing you tonight, my friend. See you there, Bob. Thank you, Bob. That's Bob Bodie joining us. It's coming up on 930 News on AM 1420. The answer, and again, we are live in studio uh, with Cindy Boston from Heartbeat International. Heartbeat International saves babies. That is our mission. We are partnering with them all month long to raise funds to keep the option line operable so that they can answer phone calls from desperate women in desperate situations and save babies' lives. We'll tell you more coming up after the news on AM 1420, The Answer. Nine thirty-four. Now, as we continue on AM fourteen twenty, the answer. Thanks for joining us for the Bob France Authority. Thanks again to, uh, to uh, Bob Bodie 
uh, from the West Shore Republicans. Going to be a great event tonight. If you would like to join us at the VFW in Parma for the uh, launch of the uh, Parma Republicans, the relaunch of the Parma Republicans uh, in time for the 2020 campaign for President Trump and for other great Republican candidates in the city of Parma as well. Uh, please join us tonight at 7. Uh, we are in studio this morning, however, uh, for with for another reason as well. And uh, Cindy Boston is with us. She is with Heartbeat International. Heartbeat International is the organization that we are partnering with to literally save babies' lives. There's a website I want to tell you about that will help you save babies' lives. It is literally called SaveABabyNow.com. SaveABabyNow.com. All week long, really the last couple of weeks, we have been steering you toward our website, whkradio.com so you can click the option line banner at the top of the page and donate to support option line which is exactly what it sounds like it is a network a phone network that allows at-risk women who are pregnant and desperate and feel like the only way out of their situation is to have an abortion to find out what her options are the option line then sends people to uh, pregnancy resource centers where the real counseling and assistance begins and cindy this is um the mission, right? This is the mission at the end of the day is to reach as many women who feel like there are no other options and let them know what these options are through this option line. That's exactly right. A woman who's facing an unplanned pregnancy, it's a journey. She might make 10 or 15 decisions that end up being the final decision, the totality of all of that. The reality is a woman is up and down. Usually when she has an unplanned pregnancy, she's fighting a battle within herself. Option line is there for her in the middle of the night. We're there for her early in the morning when she has concerns. Later in the day when she's having that dialogue go on in her head because she's feeling alone, she's feeling overwhelmed, and she often has life circumstances that don't necessarily include an unplanned pregnancy at this time, we can help give her enough hope, enough light in her life, enough support that then we can get her to one of our local pregnancy centers here in the United States or internationally, one of 2,700, and we can make sure that she's no longer alone physically as well. We can have her walk into one of our centers, get her the ongoing care and support that she needs to be able to make a life decision. Most women don't want to terminate a pregnancy. They just feel pressured. And so Option Line is the beginning of hope, the long journey of hope that we need to give a woman who has that uh, discourse going on in her head where she's unsure what she should do. Those um, option line phone lines cannot be manned or womaned, if you will, uh, by uh, w- without funding. Uh, you know, without the resources to get there. And this is what we're telling everybody: seventy-five dollars will allow those phones to be answered for at-risk women who are trying to find a reason to save their baby's life for one hour. That's exactly right. Each person who's listening could save one today. That's right. That's each person. Each one save one. If everybody could give $75 today, we can man the phone lines next week and the week after. It would help us be available to those women who are desperately in need of help. That is so very uh, true. And um, the way I like to think about it, too, particularly at this time of the year, you know, 2019 is drawing to a close, uh, which means if you are, you know, interested in charitable donations for tax purposes by the end of 2019, you're looking and saying, where can I give my money? Uh, where would it do the most good? And also give me a little bit of a tax break. What better way to, to, yeah. to do this, to spend your charitable dollars right. than saving babies? Exactly you know, a $75 donation, $150 donation will keep the lines open for two hours. A $450 donation will keep the, uh, 
Phone lines open for four hours. I mean, you just go on and do the math. It takes about $1,800 a day to keep the phone lines running 24-7. About how many phone calls a week or a month or give me some kind of parameter does the option line receive? You will be helping us answer 30,000 cries for help. Wow. Every single month, 30,000 cries for help. Call, come in by calling, texting, email, or chatting. These are women, and sometimes they're men. We had a man call just last week, and he, he was saying his girlfriend had an abortion appointment. He needed some information, and then he said, so what's this abortion really like, the surgical abortion she was signed up for? He said, so what's that really entail? And so we told him, we have that great information online on optionline.org, but we also were able to walk him through, here's what that procedure is. And at the end of the conversation, he said, I'm so glad I asked. There's no way I'm going to do that to my child. Wow. And so we helped him embrace his fatherhood role. And, and that life was saved. Five, ten minutes on the phone with him, that life was saved. That young couple can go forward. And now they have the support of a pregnancy center nearby. And, you know, as we're talking about the numbers of calls, we're going to be answering 30,000 calls in the Ohio, Michigan, Indiana areas this year. You can help us pick up the phone line for your neighbors, your friends, people nearby, family. You never know who's going through this. The um, uh, phone lines, I mean, you can just imagine the despair um, that a that a woman, or even in your case, you just said a man uh, who, who fathered a child, an unborn mm-hmm. child at that stage, the desperation they would feel if they called this line only to get the, um, this line is no longer in working order because we didn't have the funding to keep help available. That's what we're doing here. We're keeping these lines open. We're keeping them staffed, um, and we're saving babies. If you want to join us today, please think about spending your charitable dollars here. Call this phone number to donate $75. If you have the means to donate 150 or 450 and you're looking for that tax write-off, um, please consider doing that. But the phone number is 800-999-7408. Uh, and, and I'm just looking at the writing here. I want to make yes. sure. Okay, thank you. So, uh, 800-999-7408. Or, as we've been telling you for the last couple of weeks, uh, go to our webpage, which is whkradio.com. The option line banner is right there at the top of the page. It's huge. You cannot miss it. Click that. It'll take you right to the donation page. You can enter your credit card information and save babies' lives. Um, all week long, or for the last couple of weeks, Cindy, I've been playing stories of, of young women or sometimes middle-aged women, you know, right. um, adult women who have found themselves in situations um, that they maybe didn't know uh, the best way to get out of. Yes. And whose call to the option line and whose referral to a pregnancy resource center, one of those 2,700-plus worldwide that we talked about, made all the difference in the world to them, and it saved their baby's life. Um, these stories are very moving, and I know you've got more recent ones that you can tell us about. Yes. Um, unplanned pregnancy is a very difficult journey. Sometimes it's not even our own choices that lead to this unplanned pregnancy. We had a woman call us sobbing in the middle of the night. This is just in the last month. Mm-hmm. She called. She had been in the hospital because she had been raped and beaten, was in the hospital for over a month because of what she had been through. She was still pregnant, but she wasn't quite sure what she was going to do. Um, She had been talking with an adoption agency. But the pregnancy journey is that women can change their mind and terminate at any moment. That's the reality of what we uh, not only allow, but the struggle within the woman because she knows this might ruin her life. 
The reality is it might make her life as well, but they don't know that. That's right. Uh, we need to support because when a woman feels supported and loved and hopeful, she can actually make a better life choice for herself. That's what happens. And for her child, this woman called. She had been beaten and raped in the hospital. Uh, she called in the middle of the night. She said she couldn't sleep. She was terrified that she would have to meet her her, her rapist in court someday, that he might try to get the baby, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, long story short, after a period of time, we were able to calm her down. We were able to give her hopeful insight as to what the future could be. Talk to her about if she placed her baby. You know, she can still be involved in her child's life, but she doesn't have, have, have to have all that responsibility. That child could turn out to be the greatest blessing of her life. You never know. So those were the things we said to her. And, you know, she calmed down and she said, I think I can sleep now. Thank you so much. This is a woman who at any moment could turn and have an abortion. Option line was there for her. We helped secure the life of not only the mom, but the child as well. Optionline.org, that's a place where women go for hope, uh, and young men as well, because they're looking for answers. We provide that. hope people will join us with SaveABabyNow.com because they can sponsor an hour. They can get involved and help save a life. You know, it's um, it's interesting that you talk about that story. Um, most people would say that if a woman who was raped does choose to have an abortion, that is understandable, that is acceptable. As a matter of fact, even some of the most staunch pro-life uh, politicians and elected officials say, you know, I am opposed to abortion, quote, except in the cases of rape and incest. And we hear that all the time. Um, but what Option Line does and what, you, as you just described, what the counselors at the Pregnancy Resource Center can do is is give people uh, an understanding that it doesn't have to be that way and, right. and, and, and perhaps even present to them testimonials from adults today who were the products of a, of a rape pregnancy That's whose exactly mothers right. chose to give birth to them. And it is, and it's the most glorious thing that the mom ever did was to save the life of this, this baby that was, you know, forced upon her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's the most wonderful thing in the world. Somebody's doing good in the world because they were given a chance at life. Right. We never lose when we're doing the thing that brings life, right? We never lose. And, and option line brings life and hope to those types of women. We bring life and hope to women who've made a mistake. We've all made mistakes. We bring life and hope to them as well. It, it actually is one of those things where we can transition a woman in how she's thinking. The dialogue she hears from the outside world, which we know is toxic, right? It, it allows us to bring hopeful thoughts, uh, Things she hasn't considered, and to support her as a woman, every woman wants that, and it's amazing how it transitions her to a place of giving birth to her child, uh, whether she parents or places in adoption. It's life giving. That's what people are supporting today when they give seventy five dollars to sponsor one. Client. And that is exactly what we're going to ask people again to do. There are many ways to do this on the phone. You can call this phone number. It's eight hundred nine 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 seven four zero eight. This is an extraordinarily important day for us. Because it's a part of the month-long campaign to save babies' lives. But today is a very special appeal day. That's why Cindy is here from Heartbeat International in studio with us. So you can go on the phone and do that. You can also go online at saveababynow.com. Saveababynow.com. And you can also go go again to whkradio.com and click the option line banner at the top of the page. If you can donate 75 if everyone within the sound of my voice can donate $75 to keep those phone lines open, you will be contributing to taking, as Cindy pointed out, 30,000 calls for help, cries for help from desperate desperate women 
and maybe even in some time, in some cases, you know, fathers, males who have fathered uh, a child in an unexpected and unplanned way who are looking for ways and reasons to save their baby's life. 30,000 calls per month, and these phone lines have to remain open. 800-999-7408. Please call with your donation now or get online at saveababynow.com or at whkradio.com with the option line banner at the top of the page. Take a time out, now we'll come back. I know you're just champing at the bit, and you want to find out what I thought about the debate last night. Uh, I've got some thoughts, and moreover, I'm going to open up the phones in this segment to you at 216-901-0945, and I want to find out what you thought about the debate last night as well. De- Democrat debate number four, uh, very, uh, very stark contrast between what those people stand for and what I believe most of us stand for in this listening audience, but let me hear from you coming up on AM 1420, The Answer. Now heard through downtown, through greater Cleveland on 102.5 FM. It's the Bob France Authority. Rolling on, are we? It's 9.51. Thanks for joining us for the Bob France Authority on this Wednesday morning. Again, keep dialing and keep voting, or not voting, rather, keep uh, uh, clicking the link online and uh, donating to saveababynow.com or uh, optionline.com or the uh, optionline.org, rather, or whkradio.org, or calling the phone number 800-999-7408. Let's pivot to the um, debate last night. Um, I, I will tell you this. I watched as much of it as I could stomach, uh, and there was so much of it. I mean, 12 people or, th- or 13, whatever it was, on the stage, and it was three hours long, and it was just so much. Uh, there's only so much torture, I think, that one can endure. But uh, if you're looking for an analysis or an observation of what we really saw last night, I think it can be summed up in one sentence, and that was the sentence asked by Anderson Cooper of Joe Biden, because that lets you know that when CNN and the New York Times, who I I think can truly be defined as the enemy of the people, the way President Trump talks about it. I mean, you heard the audio of Jeff Zucker himself, right? Who runs CNN. You heard the Project Veritas audio of Zucker and some of his underlings, some of his minions. They are literally abandoning all pretense of journalism and they are out to get trump that's it i mean whistleblower uh you know uh information and evidence gathered by project veritas it doesn't lie we're talking about audio tapes here we're not talking about whistleblower second and third hand accounts of a phone call between president trump and the president uh, Zelensky of ukraine no 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 audio tape hidden camera recordings of CNN. So so this is who ran the debate last night, CNN and the New York Times. Anderson Cooper, who is still their superstar, said to Joe Biden this this question. He said that President Trump has falsely accused your son of doing something wrong while serving on the company board in Ukraine. I want to point out there's no evidence of wrongdoing by either one of you. My question is, if it's not okay for a president's family to be involved in foreign businesses, why was it okay for your son when you were vice president? So the the, the pretext of the question about Hunter Biden's involvement in Ukraine uh, 
which of course we know about only because of the phone call that President Trump made to uh, Zelensky, and because that sent us back looking for Joe Biden's bragging um, at the Council on Foreign Relations uh, event, bragging about how he told that the leadership of Ukraine back in 2014 that if, this is of course when President Barack Obama was in charge and Joe Biden was uh, the vice president and was the point man for all things Ukraine, he told the leadership of Ukraine, you either fire that prosecutor or you're not getting $1.2 billion in aid. We've played the audio countless numbers of times. I don't need to play it again. You're not getting $1.2 billion in military aid from us. And he was told, as Biden brags about it, you're not the president. You can't make that decision. And he said, call him. Call him. In other words, he'll back me up. If you don't fire the prosecutor that is looking into Ukrainian corruption, particularly as it pertained to Burisma Holdings, which was excuse me, the natural uh, gas company upon whose board uh, sat Hunter Biden, if you do not stop this guy, then you're not getting the money. It was a shakedown on camera. It was bragged about by Joe Biden. All right? That's why we even have this at all. And now a lot of people are asking questions about how did Joe Biden's son get a job on a board of a foreign company uh, in a language he doesn't speak, in a, in a country with which he is not familiar at all, in an industry, natural gas, oil, and energy, that he has zero experience in. How did he get a job making $50,000 a month, which is about three times more than anybody else that sat on that board, if his name wasn't Biden? And Hunter Biden even admitted in his ABC interview we played yesterday that when he was asked, would you have that job, have gotten that job if your last name wasn't Biden? And he said, probably not. And he said, there's a lot of things that I get because my last name is Biden, which is a stark admission, by the way. But what is more important is, why are people giving him things because his name is Biden while his father is in the uh, vice president's office? Because they wanted access to that office and access to the Obama administration. But here comes Anderson Cooper with a chance to question Joe Biden on this. A real opportunity with much of the, of the nation watching as much as they could stomach again. And his pretext is... President Trump has falsely accused your son of doing something wrong while serving on a, a company board of Ukraine, or in Ukraine. I want to point out there's no evidence of wrongdoing by either one of you. Why is he softballing him? Why is he saying, by the way, we know Trump is a liar. We know Trump is wrong here. This is what he says, but we know there's no evidence against you. Here's what I want to know. When is the last time, and this is rhetorical because we, there has never been a time, But when is the last time Anderson Cooper or any of the other talking heads on CNN said to Adam Schiff, said to Adam Schiff, why are you making false claims about Donald Trump and his collusion with Russia when you have no evidence yourself? They have never said Adam. Let me let me rephrase this. I'm going to read it directly. President Trump has falsely accused your son of doing something wrong while serving on a company board of Ukraine. Let's replace that with, Adam Schiff has falsely accused you of doing something wrong while serving as candidate and then president of the United States vis-a-vis Russia. And then back to the original. I want to point out there's no evidence of wrongdoing by either one of you. 
I want to point out, Mr. President, there's no evidence of wrongdoing by either one of you. They've never done that. CNN has allowed Adam Schiff, and so has the rest of the mainstream media, they have allowed Adam Schiff to state that he has conclusive evidence of Donald Trump's collusion with Russia or his campaign's collusion with Russia. He said it for two and a half years, and he never produced any evidence whatsoever of President Trump's wrongdoing. None. And yet they allowed him to keep saying this without ever challenging him. But now we get to a debate stage with Joe Biden, and the question is, President Trump has falsely accused you. What about Adam Schiff's false accusations? How are we in October of 2019, and Adam Schiff has let the entire Mueller investigation begin, be conducted, and end, have a report written, and then testimony given before multiple House um, uh, committees? How can all of that happen without Adam Schiff presenting the evidence that he said he personally had that proves Donald Trump colluded with Russia? That, in a nutshell, is my assessment of that debate last night. It was pointless because of the clear and implicit bias of the CNN slash New York Times moderators giving them a pass. Let me tell you something else they didn't do last night. The CNN slash New York Times moderators let an entire three-hour debate go by without one single question on immigration and babies in cages. Whatever happened? I thought babies in cages on the border was the most most unbelievable, um, uh, uh, horrific uh, uh, story that they had ever seen. Oh, my God, the Trump administration is detaining these not one question. Suddenly it doesn't matter. You want to know why? Ukraine phone call. They didn't ask one single question about China, either the China uh, the trade war with China or the China Hong Kong human rights and oppression story that is dominating the world right now. President to be Warren, President to be Biden, President to be Buttigieg. What do you think of uh, of China and Hong? Not one single word. No pressure at all to answer these very important things. So last night's Democratic debate, to me, was an exercise in futility. It was a waste of time. The only thing it did was give them more opportunities and a platform, and uh, a national network platform, or, or cable network platform anyway, to bash Donald Trump and to announce their far-left socialist policies just a little bit more clearly. All right, the idea that they debated one another, the idea that they were challenged at all is just a, is a, is a phony notion. All right, hour number one is down. We're going to come right back with hour number two. And once again, uh, it's a special mission for us today. We're trying to save babies' lives. You can help us do that. We'll tell you how next. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.